0: You play ball
1: like a gun. This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Cara Ritchie.
2: Welcome to a fun-filled, action-packed, super-dramatic, maybe-not-workday red zone. It's Tuesday, January the 9th, college football is over. I don't know what we're going to talk about for the next seven and a half months. We'll figure it out, though. We'll make it day-by-day, two hours at a time, that's what we've got ahead here on The Ticket. Thanks for tuning in with us today. So many different places. You can find us on your radio dial, also online at 953theticket.com. Reminder, you can take us with you on the go. What you do there is you download the EAB Media Group app and uh, just click that ticket logo, listen live, you will be all set. If you want to, shout at it. Today. That's easy enough. 870-930-3776. That's the number to call on the Riot Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. You can also reach out on social media, Facebook.com/slash the Ticket Radio, and on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. The hashtag is WDRZ to find today's CavanaughCars.com question. I am Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. I'm good to be here. Gonna be uh what do we got going on today? We got a few things coming up today. Of course, it is Tuesday, so that means at one thirty. assuming he does not get blown away walking across the parking lot. Good grief, it's windy out there. Uh, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, going to be with us today at 1.30. Very excited for that conversation. A quick heads-up on tomorrow, uh, right at this time, as soon as we get through the intro, we're going to be talking with Tom Ackerman. Very excited, of course. We continue to get ready for the Cardinals caravan coming up on Saturday at noon. At the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center, visiting six days, states in four days, the caravan gives fans a chance to get up close and personal with their favorite team. And Jonesboro only stop in the state of Arkansas. Of course, Tom Ackerman is going to be emceeing the event. It's going to be headlined by Mason Wynn, the top prospect in the Cardinals organization. Also attending this thing is going to be. Major League Pitcher Zach Thompson, infielder Jose Fermin, pitching prospect Gordon Graceffo, and uh, alumni Kyle McClellan and Kerry Robinson are also going to be there. Autographs are for kids. For kids only, the first 400 kids 15 and under will receive one autograph from each current and former player. And we've got a list of Q&As up for you at 95.3theticket.com just in case we did not cover everything
3: there for you
2: not a lot of local news kind of uh you get to tuesday it's a little bit of a a quiet before the storm in terms of basketball coming up on on thursday uh for arkansas state but man i wish we were just done with headlines in terms of uh just throwing it out there about the Cardinals caravan but unfortunately we were not we are not uh done john morant's gonna miss the rest of the season The Memphis Grizzlies announced last night that he has a torn right labrum. Going to have to undergo surgery. Going to be not back on the court for the rest of this season. And so, obviously, the Grizzlies without him tonight as they take on the Dallas Mavericks. That's going to tip off at 730 here on the ticket. I am sad and everything is terrible. (laughs) But, uh, look, we're going to talk more about that coming up. Later on in, in the program. Uh, last night I would imagine that a very large amount of you that are listening right now. Were tuned into Washington and Michigan for the national championship game. And it was not all Michigan. But it was very very close to being all Michigan. As the top ranked Wolverines literally ran away with it. And it was a 34-13 to final. So Michigan has won the Natty. Uh, Washington, a great season, finishing at fourteen and one, but ultimately, great stuff from the Wolverines. And uh, hail to the victors, I guess is is what you should be saying there. It's the first national championship for Michigan since nineteen ninety seven. They ran the damn ball, and then they ran it some more. They ran 38 times for 303 yards, and it's the most by any team in a BCS or CFP title game. That era dates all the way back to 1998. Michael Penix Jr. had been playing some incredible football going into that game, but he was not able to continue that trend last night. Uh, He completed just... A little bit over 50% of his passes, but a couple of those were to the wrong team. He had one touchdown, two interceptions after leading the nation's best passing attack all season long. So it's a 15-0 and finish for Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. And they become the fifth team in college football history to finish 15-0. and Joining 2022 Georgia, 2019 LSU, 2018 Clemson, and one other team that if somebody had given me $500, I would not have been able to name correctly. That was Penn. In 1897. So, (laughs) championship number 10 for Michigan. So, now they have the fifth most in NCAA history. I would love to tell you that I watched every single second of that game. I was locked in. I can give you the full play-by-play and every single highlight moment from that game last night. Because, of course, it was the last game that we're going to see in terms of college football for months months and months and months and months and months. But... That would be a lie. It it didn't hold my interest. It's I'm not going to say that I immediately knew Michigan was going to win. As soon as Washington got to the red zone on their first drive and had to settle for a field goal, but it was not too long after that that it was abundantly clear that the Wolverines were the better team. Uh, this is one of those that that went to script. Honestly. You know, the, the areas where Michigan shined on paper coming into the game, they shine on the field too. Of course, whenever we're previewing a game, we say the words on paper a lot or, you know, say it way too much. In fact, I'm sure I said it at least a half a dozen times yesterday, but we talked about on paper, how Michigan had the better defense, how on paper it was going to be hard for Washington to stop their run game and everything again that kind of looked like it would go a certain way on paper played out in the game michigan ran the ball absolutely with ease and they averaged you know almost eight yards per play they averaged eight yards per rush uh compared to just 2.3 for for washington and while they did not get at pinnocks a ton in terms of sacks they only sacked him once uh they Michigan's front seven was able to record fifteen hurries and that's that's a significant amount. So he was rattled a lot. He was not able to make those laser sharp sharp throws that we saw him make against Texas. And uh again, Michigan was just significantly, significantly better. There's not a single stat you can look at really where where Washington was able to outstat Michigan and uh that seems very appropriate because again the scoreboard was was pretty lopsided, thirty four to thirteen the final score last night there were a couple of times where you know Washington was able to make it interesting you know they did close out the first half with a a touchdown to get it within 17 to 10 uh they were trailing 20 to 13 there midway through the third quarter after a field goal and had a couple of opportunities after that to to perhaps tie it up but um, if you didn't already feel like it was over, you definitely knew. It was over when Blake Corum had that uh had that 12-yard rushing touchdown. There was 7 minutes left. Um, that that put Michigan up 27 to 13. There was simply no debate after that on on who would come out on top. So maybe not the most drama-filled game of the college football season, but when the ends it nonetheless all of that being said I think everybody is aware of the fact that just playing in the semifinals uh, you know winning their semifinal making it to the national championship game winning the national championship game those were not the only storylines that involved Michigan this year when it comes to college football and Michigan probably generated more off-field headlines than any other program in the country in 2023 and so, obviously, today, with the way that, that this season unfolded, there are still conversations about what happened off the field, even today. So, for our KavanaughCars.com question, it is a simple yes or no question. Do you believe Michigan's national championship comes with an asterisk? Now, right now, as of now, they're not going to be putting one in the official NCAA re- record book. This is just, your personal thoughts on it in the future when you're sitting around with your buddies and you're recapping the 23 college football season and the 24 national championship game if anybody brings it up are you going to be that person that says well, yeah well Michigan cheated to win it," or is this going to be something that's completely out of sight out of mind so yes or no does this championship come with an asterisk for Harba- Harbaugh and Ford the wolverines we'll let you think about it 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the right fiber hotline by ritter communications i should have mentioned this is the top of the hour and it completely slipped my mind but we do have some a-state news today some a-state baseball news today that's right they've dropped the 2024 schedule we'll go over some highlights on that Uh, When we come back, keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
1: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network.
3: Oh no, not again. Ugh. Locked
1: out? Jonesboro Lock and Key can get you in.
4: Lose your key? We can even program you one on site and get you on the road in no time. Jonesboro Lock and Key is your trusted locksmith in Northeast Arkansas for auto, residential, and commercial locksmith services. Our skilled locksmiths can handle it all. Even key fobs. The best part, we come to you. Jonesboro Lock and Key. Proud to be voted best of NEA four years in a row. Give Jonesboro Lock and Key a call. 870 219 3723. That's
5: 870-219-3723. Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we are the region's largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup Savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC.
6: Be a part of success. Be a part of NIVCO. Nibco in Blytheville is a recognized leader in the flow control products industry. Nibco attributes its continued success to its people. Now you have the opportunity to become a part of that success. Nibco has several positions available. Machine shop, electricians, mechanics, and tool room machinist. First and second shift available. Get a tremendous sign-on bonus after 90 days. Receive benefits and paid time off. Nibco also has a 401k with company match and a great incentive bonus plan. Nibco provides more more than just engaging and in interactive jobs, they provide a way of life that encourages and supports success. Work for a company that works to get you where you want to be. Be a part of the successful team at Nibco. Apply at www.nibco.com. That's www.nibco.com. That's www.nibco.com. Nibco is an equal opportunity employer.
1: <coughs> Hello. Man,
6: where are you? This wedding is lit. I thought you were coming. Ooh, I can't. I'm in bed with the flu. <coughs> the flu? You didn't get a flu shot? Ah. Uh, <coughs> I wish I did. I can't believe I'm missing out on Greg's wedding. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Grandma's about to crowd sir Grandma's about the what? <coughs> what? Man, I'll call you back. <coughs>
1: <coughs> sounds like another case of flu fomo
7: don't get stuck at home with the flu a flu shot is safe effective and you can get it at the same time as your COVID 19 vaccine a flu shot is the best way to prevent the flu and its potentially serious complications it keeps you protected and also protects your loved ones protecting our community can't wait so why get stuck inside with a flu don't get flu fomo learn more at getmyflushot.org
8: Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council.
1: There's only one natural ingredient that could instantly shift your mood, help you focus, recall lost memories, lower stress, and boost your self-confidence. It's available everywhere, works immediately, is affordable, and can change the quality of your life forever. It's called playing music. Side effects include restless split syndrome, spontaneous undulation, and can be highly contagious. If a smile doesn't last for more than four hours, consult your nearest music store. Just play. Your prescription to a better life. Brought to you by the NAM Foundation. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone.
2: back to the Workday Red Zone. It is Kara and Ryan hanging out with you on a Tuesday, our noon hour, brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you are buying or selling, trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. Your home may be worth more than you think, and you can visit arhomevalue.com to find out more. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. Uh, today, we've got a football, com question. We'll throw that out here in just a second. We've got some A-State baseball news. Throw it at you here in just a second because obviously today screams baseball weather. Uh, but uh, a quick, quick update from the NFL because I know, you know, in, in this area, I feel like when, when you're talking about NFL fandoms that there's there's probably the Cowboys are going to be the most popular local team. But I know there are a lot of you out there that are big-time supporters of the Tennessee Titans, so maybe you can help me make sense of this move today. But the the Titans have parted ways with head coach Mike Vrabel. Uh, Within the past 30 minutes, the the Titans officially posted from their own team account a quote from Amy Adams Shrunk. Quote, earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel and told him about my decision to make a change at head coach. I appreciate Mike's contributions to the Tennessee Titans, both on and off the field. We wish Mike, Jen, and the Vrabel family nothing but the best in the future. Tennessee didn't have a great year this year. They finished fourth in the AFC South, which is not exactly the world's best conference. But, you know, Vrabel's had some some really good years. Um, there for the Titans organization, including winning a couple of of division titles in twenty and twenty one. This was the first year they had finished as as low in the standings as they did, and it also seems like there's some confusion among that fan base as to not just necessarily why the the move was made, although there seems to be some frustration and confusion there, but as to as to why. They did not try to get any kind of compensation for him. Why he didn't try to perhaps trade him as as a coach? So I don't know. But I would say that just reading through comments from fans and reading through comments from the general NFL viewership um that movie's not exactly been that the movie's not necessarily being applauded right now but but we'll we'll move on from that again that is some of the latest news there from the from the nfl so black friday has spilled over into black tuesday for the kavanaughcars.com question today a simple yes or no do you believe michigan's national championship comes with an asterisk uh, do you believe that, that their championship should just be talked about in terms of what they were able to accomplish on the field, which absolutely was a dominated performance against Washington last night, and of course, uh, a very good season overall, as they went 15-0, and and I believe what, held all, every single team they faced this year to... Let me pull up the exact stat, and I apologize for not having it in front of me. So Michigan is the first team to allow less than 25 points in all 15 games since Minnesota did it 120 years ago. Michigan also, to to go on, to, to add to that, they had five offensive turnovers all season. They had 45 penalties all season. There is certainly no 45 penalties all season. There's there's not really any, I don't know what advanced scouting you do to to help you with that, like what video does to, to help you with that. But uh, again, that is some notes there on Michigan. For those of you that are in the no camp, those are some stats, some numbers that uh, can certainly add to your case. Now, uh, I know you're going to be stunned to hear that here hear that Michigan AD, Ward Manuel, does not believe that uh, Michigan's championship should have an asterisk. But he was asked about that last night. And said, hell nah. Why? I don't know why. They proved it on the field. Why would somebody want to say now that there's some asterisk? Ridiculous. This team has proven they're a champion, period, end of story. So again, several people in the no camp and several of you in the no camp as well. Obviously, Ward Manuel is going to have a little bit of bias (laughs) to go along with his answer. But right now on Twitter, 72% of you saying no. You can weigh in on the phones with us at 870-930-3776. Want to uh, switch gears entirely and talk a little baseball with you for a moment. It's always a little bit weird to start talking baseball this time of year when it is bitterly, ridiculously cold outside. Uh, The wind today is no joke. I can see it whipping through the trees across the bypass from us. And of course, today and tomorrow are just a little bit of a precursor of what is going to be awful, bitter, ridiculous cold coming up next week. But that being said, hey, there's baseball headlines. So uh, we're going to talk some baseball with you. A-State today unveiling its 2024 schedule and The big thing that stands out about this one already is that it is going to be another home-friendly schedule. You go back to 2022, and I felt like that was a year where A-State played in Jonesboro like six times. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm obviously significantly exaggerating. There were several more games than that, but it was just a game where hardly any uh, non-conference games were played in Jonesboro. And that's not going to be the case this year, as it is pretty home-friendly, and the Red Wolves are actually going to open At home for the second year in a row. So the season always in college baseball starts the weekend after Valentine's Day. Which for those of you that don't know when that is. It's February the 14th. uh, Which means the Friday after that is February 16th. So A-State is going to start the season by hosting Omaha. That is Friday, Saturday, Sunday 16th through the 18th. Then they'll have a couple of games the following week. They'll host UAPB that Tuesday, February 20th. And then play uh, what has been a, a regular game at Ole Miss on February 21st. That game is has always been fairly early in the season. It will be in 2024. So, that is uh, what is happening there. They'll then play three against Lindenwood. And a midweek test on the 27th against Central Arkansas. After that, it'll be a road trip heading to Missouri State. Which is a team that has appeared on a state schedule often over the years. Uh, They'll play midweek against Murray State, and then a series with Eastern Illinois will be the final non-conference series ahead of conference play. Then uh, the following week, March 12th, March 13th, it's at Little Rock at Memphis, respectively. Sunbelt conference play opens against Louisiana March 15th through the 17th. A home-and-home home with the Salukis the following Tuesday and Wednesday heading to SIU. Then uh, a very first-time opponent is going to be on the schedule this year. A-State heading to Marshall. I think, by the way, they just completed some new baseball facilities. So maybe A-State can go there and get some inspiration. Then a trip to Pine Bluff for one game. Georgia Southern will be the Eastern Easter weekend. Thursday through Saturday series, March 28th through 30th. Uh, The game at Arkansas is April 2nd. Then after that, a road series at Troy, April 5th through 7th. Then Little Rock in Jonesboro, April 9th. On the road to South Alabama, the 12th through the 14th. Ole Miss will play in Jonesboro, April the 16th. Then a four-game, that opens a four-game homestand that also includes a series against App State. Then a series against Texas State will be after that, following a quick trip to UCA on the 23rd. Uh, The month of May, at James Madison for three, then playing the last, the next four at home against Memphis on May 7th. Southern Miss comes to Jonesboro May 10th through the 12th. And then uh, A-State will conclude the regular season May 16th through the 18th. Sunbelt Conference tournament play begins May 21st. I haven't really sat down and looked at this schedule in terms of like strength of schedule from last year and who A-State is playing that, that made the tournament or uh, fared well in the RPI or anything like that. And, and the reason for that is is pretty simple. It's because everybody in the Sunbelt is good. <laughs> yes, there are teams that are not as good as others. But for the most part, it is almost always going to be a murderer's row of, of teams that you're facing in Sunbelt Conference play. That's how good the league is. We throw around numbers in, in terms of power conferences in sports. Obviously, for years, we got very accustomed to talking about the power five in college football. Of course, that's about to shrink to a power four. Uh, you've got uh, a power six in college basketball because you've got the five largest brand conferences, but you've also got the Big East, then, you know, in college baseball, the thing is, if you were if you were sitting down and talking about a a Power Five in college baseball, you're talking SEC, you're talking ACC, you're talking Big 12, you're talking Pac-12, then you're not talking Big 10. You talk Sunbelt. That's in terms of RPI. That's in terms of uh, program success, in terms of... Uh, tournament appearances, tournament hosting. You know, Southern Miss got the bid to host a, a Super Regional last year over Tennessee. So it doesn't really matter who's on the Sunbelt schedule. It's going to be tough. I can tell you, though, A-State will not play. Georgia State, they will not play. Old Dominion. But again, everybody's good. So how much does that hurt or how much does that help? Also missing from the schedule, Coastal Carolina. Okay, that helps because... you know the caliber of program that they are so i'm not gonna be sad not gonna be sad that they are not on the 2024 slate i will be i'll be honest for a moment here and get get negative for a moment kind of at the point now where i just i just don't want to see any more releases about a state baseball unless they come with an attachment that has a fundraising plan unveiled there just there has to be some kind of a public plan I get I mean I get frustrated for us as fans because i I'd, I'd love to be able to go out and and there to be a better environment there at the Tom. I just get so frustrated for these players year in and year out if you participate if you are on if you play for any other program at Arkansas State you have at some point in time either gotten some kind of an upgrade with your your facilities or with something along those lines or you you've competed for a conference championship these players that sign up to play for a state baseball they put just as much effort just as much time just as much practice in What do they get? I hate it for the players. I hate it for the baseball alum that are so passionate and want to do something to support this program, would do something to support this program. But what? There has got to be a public plan. It has got to be out before the end of the 2024 season. It doesn't have to be a complete plan. I mean, I don't think there's an extra $20 million sitting around somewhere to build a new Tom. Or to, or to bulldoze it down to the studs and, and build it back up. But by the end of the year, there, there has to be a plan out there publicly discussed about how this program can improve from a facility standpoint. There has to be something out there publicly about what is being done to raise funds for turf and how much that will cost. It is it is so overdue, it's not even funny. And I get and, and I'm not throwing that all on the, the feet of the Puritan administration. This has been a multi administration thing. But it has to happen this year. I mean that's that's it. It's the end of the discussion. You can find the full A State baseball schedule up at astateredwolves.com. Also don't forget to get kind of that week started, they're gonna have the Grand Slam Banquet. Uh, Monday, February the twelfth. That features Jim Edmonds. I am stoked and uh, cannot wait for that. I love the Grand Slam banquet every year. Anyways, it's it's always a highlight on the the sports calendar for me. Uh, but would strongly encourage fans of of I mean, you don't have to be an Arkansas State baseball fan to enjoy uh, that uh, that event. Um, it it doesn't hurt. <laughs> But it's going to be a great event regardless. So more information there. uh, You can get tickets from the Red Wolves Foundation. Hey, let's step aside. Um, I tell you what, we're going to have actually a double dose this week of A-State updates brought to you by Calmer Solutions uh, that will include some audio from Arkansas State's basketball coaches. Tomorrow, it'll be some audio from Coach Brian Hodson. But today, we're going to hear some clips here from Coach Destiny Rogers when we return in this noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. That's on the way, but we need to step aside first. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
1: Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network.
3: Good afternoon. I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. March corn at 4.57 and three quarters, down two and three quarters, with May down two at 4.69 and a half. January soybeans at 12.41 and a quarter, up one and three quarters. March down one at 12.44 and a half. March wheat at 6.08 and three quarters, up 12.5 with May up 11 at 6.20 and a quarter. March cotton at 80.89 up 47. May up 44 at 81.93. January rice at 17.09 down 4. March down 2 at 17.48. In the livestock complex, February live cattle at 170.90 up 95. April up 53 at 173.55. January feeder cattle at 223.83 down 5 with March down 45 at 224.63. And February lean hogs at 72.73 up April up 138 at 7890. That's your noon farm market report brought to you by Pico Foods. Now buying store corn and Milo direct from local producers in Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, and Mississippi.
4: Farmers, before you book your 24-25 corn and milo, call Pico Foods. Right now, Pico Foods, the seventh largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, is buying both new crop and stored corn and milo. Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, so they buy corn and milo direct from farmers year-round at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, contact David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Andrew Parker or John Taylor Hickman, 601 670 9383. Let's say you're presented a stock which yields a guaranteed
0: 82% return. You'd put your money in it, right? That magical stock is called Farm Radio, and for our advertisers, it is pure gold. 82% of farmers listen to their trusted Farm Radio station at least 4 days a week. The moral of the story? Farm Radio pays dividends, and both the listener and the advertiser lived happily ever after. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting.
7: First Security has been putting our home state first since 1932,
1: helping fellow Arkansans and their families buy homes, grow businesses, and
7: build futures. Today, First Security is still committed to helping you bank better, providing local solutions and local support in the places we love too. It's community banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. First security. Bank better. FSBank.com. Member FDIC.
2: The 2024 St. Louis Cardinals Caravan is coming to the Red Wolf Convention Center at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro at noon on Saturday, January 13th. The Caravan features the Cardinals' number one prospect, Mason Wynn, pitcher Zach Thompson, infielder Jose Fermin, and pitching prospect, Gordon Grisepo, franchise alums, Cal McClellan and Kerry Robinson, plus Cardinal broadcaster, Tom Ackerman. Get free autographs for the first 400 children, 15 and under. The St. Louis Cardinals Caravan, Saturday, January 13th, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jones. Brought to you by the EAB Sports Network.
9: In times of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org.
1: Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie.
2: Welcome back into the Workday Red Zone. Our new now we're brought to you by Dustin White Realty and uh, 870-930-3776, the number to call on the right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications uh, here in a moment we'll bring you some audio from a state women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers as part of our Calmar Solutions a state update that is on the way next do you need to throw back out though the KavanaughCars.com question we're asking you today do you believe Michigan's national championship comes with an asterisk yes or no oh I know everybody is ready to hear the hot takes here from Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing?
10: Well, I think A-State should have went to the championship game. Okay. More than Michigan. You know, my my Red Wolf deserves to go to a championship game.
2: Well, look, they'll get the option. I mean, they'll play Michigan next year. And so if A-State wins that game, they can say they beat a national champion.
10: Yeah. They, where, where do they play them at? they at Michigan or here?
2: They play at Michigan.
10: Oh, wow. i love to see them play them here.
2: Well, it's going to be played every- at Michigan.
10: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say go to everybody in Jonesboro.
9: Mm-hmm.
10: And uh, it's not cold outside today. It's, it's about 75 degrees. You know, warm. No. Uh, I'm going to say go to all the high school teams. Okay. And uh, I'm going to say go, Miss Kara. Thank you. I'm going to say go, Ryan James. And I'm going to say go to everybody at the studio. We
2: appreciate
10: it. The broadcasters.
2: Well, we appreciate it.
10: Yeah. And uh,
2: stay warm. Keep your heater on.
10: And uh, sit in that, get you some good old cold sweets. Sweet tea or a cup of coffee and sit back in that recliner and relax.
2: Sounds like a plan.
10: Yeah. And I'm going to say, all righty then. That goes for D-Money too.
2: All righty then. All righty. Thank you. All righty. Let us hear some comments from Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers. Both uh, Destiny Rogers and Coach Brian Hodson did some uh, media zooms today we always appreciate their time and i uh, want to get caught up on a state women's hoops. of course the red wolves coming off a pair of losses they took look that's a tough road trip uh, both in terms of travel heading to james madison and old dominion and then in terms of, of the challenge of the opponents uh, entering the week uh, james madison was ranked first in the net rankings in, uh, in, in women's basketball there in the Sun Belt, and Marshall was ranked third. So, again, that's the most challenging test the, the Red Wolves are going to face this season in terms of road trips. But Coach Destiny Rogers started with an opening statement and kind of just sized up uh, that past week for her team.
11: Uh, yeah, we knew last week was going to be tough going to James Madison, uh, who won it last year, and then going into a new revamped Marshall team on Saturday. Um, I, I like the way we competed against James Madison. You know, we were winning after 25 by 10. And then that experience, that championship culture took over the last 15 minutes, which that's where we're trying to get. So we're still in that learning, growing process. Um with Marshall, I don't like the way we competed. Um, I've been vocal about that. I've been vocal about that with my team. We could have played a lot better. However, we were missing a very key piece to what we do in Winter Rogers. Um, so that definitely was tough for us. I think that if she's on the floor, it's a different game. Um, but she had an appointment Monday. We got her some much-needed treatment for that back, and we feel good about her being ready to go on Thursday. Um, got another tough week this week and two teams that um, are really good defensively. But we're at home. And I feel good about us at home. Uh, right now, we, we're averaging right at 77 points a game at home. So we just we want to get back to doing what we do. I, I think that we need to play a little bit more free. Um, and we need to be a lot more aggressive on the offensive side. I, I'm pretty happy with our defense right now. Um, what we're doing, that's been pretty consistent other than just the rebounding part of it, which we addressed a lot in practice yesterday. Um, But we tweaked a lot of things with our offense that we're going to try to fix to to help our girls get uh, more driving lanes to the rim and and get us back to being able to kick it out for the three ball. So we feel good about this week, excited to be home um, and, and looking to go on a run here.
2: I think, you know, yesterday when we talked about that loss at at, uh, at Marshall, we did mention that Winner Rogers was out, but we did so very quickly and, and in passing. And uh, obviously you heard Coach Rogers talk about it there, uh, talked about the fact that she's been dealing with some back pain. And uh, she'll, she'll have some additional updates on, on Rodgers as, uh, as we go along. Uh, but uh, Coach Rodgers, uh, continue to talk about that, that road trip. Ask her, you know, look, you've got, again, such a, a tough challenge here. What's, what's the overall lesson you take from, from that road
3: trip?
11: Well it doesn't matter what circumstance you under or where you're whether you're missing a player or not when you have an opportunity you got to step up and you got to take advantage of that opportunity um, I, I don't think we had enough players step up um, so that was something that we we definitely had to learn um, I thought that they got out and they hit a couple shots and it just it sucked the wind out of us um, so when you're on the road you got to understand that good teams are gonna make a run and you got to be tough through it you got to be able to battle adversity and we did not do that. Um, last week so that's something that we definitely addressed in practice yesterday made practice really tough gonna make practice really tough today Um, it's just when you're trying to win and you're trying to establish a different culture in your program you just have to make things as tough as possible to get kids to figure it out and we're still in that process Um, so it's nothing to panic about when you look back to last year's teams that won it that tied for third place they were 13 and 5 and I think that this the league is even more even this year. So it may look similar this year. I don't know. Um but I don't I think we're far from being out of it. We just gotta take care of business from here on out.
2: Continuing here, uh Coach Rogers was asked kind of uh, about her team's confidence level. Now this team is is had a good non conference season. Uh just it's not quite been able to click in the same way on the road, but of course that's not uh not going to be the only team in the country that has a storyline like that. But, you know, Coach Rogers was asked, you know, does, does this team feel like or does this team seem to believe that it's one of the top teams in the Sun Belt this year?
11: I don't think that they believed it last week and, and that the proof is how we played Saturday. Um, but we had some tough conversations yesterday before practice. Um, we practiced, we went to the radio show, and then we came back last night and watched film for a long time. And we had another tough conversation about the film. And uh, I noticed a change in their demeanor after watching it and talking through it. Um, It's not that they don't believe that we could do it. I think that we just, we got down on ourselves a little bit and we allowed their momentum to kind of, you know, suck the wind out. We missed a lot of layups. We missed a lot of opportunities. Um, And that's something that we just gonna have to get over on the road and and we'll address that next week um, going on the road. Um, I don't think that there's no belief in this team. I think that it just was a, it was just a matter of we couldn't figure it out on the road this time. Uh, but I do have faith and believe that we will figure it out moving forward.
2: Continuing with comments from Coach Rodgers, Te- uh, Texas State is who is rolling in this week uh, first at First National Bank Arena. Is there a couple of games on the slate? But Texas State is up first. It's coming up Thursday at five o'clock and Coach Rogers knows that Texas State team is going to be one that kind of wants to, you know, slow it down a little bit, which is not what her team wants to do. So how do you try and force the tempo issue with the Bobcats?
11: Well, when we score 70-plus, we're hard to beat because we're going to guard you. Um, So we're going to look to score it. I, I think last week, I might've scared my players a little bit. I might've talked a little too much about James Madison. I might've talked a little too much about Marshall's press and what we shouldn't do and things like that. And I think I made us over again. So that's on me as the leader this year. I mean, this week it's about us. We need to do what what we know we can do. Yes. We got to scout them, but this week in practice, it's about us. Let's, let's get back to doing what we do. Let's play fast. Let's continue to defend. Our rebounds got to be better, which it will. Um, And, you know, we just we really want to look to play fast and and play with confidence and play to win and not play not to win. There's a difference. If you play not to win, you're going to make a ton of mistakes. If you play to win, you stay aggressive the whole game
2: probably going to run out of time before we're able to make it through all of these clips but we will do our best Uh, one player that's been playing well for Arkansas State Cheyenne Forney uh, had a double digit performance in that loss at Marshall had a double digit performance in the Sunbelt opener against Coastal Carolina and Coach Rogers talked about what is what has been a little bit of a spark for her as of late
11: well mobile bigs help in this league it is what it is Um, and, and her ability to alter so many shots um to be able to rim run for us, to be able to finish under the basket. She's just she's doing a lot of things that don't show up on the stat line. Um, you know recording in progress. Even against Marshall, there were multiple times where our guards they got they got blew by and shy was there to to stop the guards. Um so she's just she just stayed the course. You know, she she was playing zero minutes at the beginning of the season. I, I had a conversation with her and I told her don't give up. You just got to continue to learn. You got to continue to stay the course. I think it's going to happen for you. I believe that you're going to help us. And she never complained. She never pouted. Um, She came to work every single day and she's continuing to do that. And she's just getting started. You haven't seen anything yet with shy. She's going to continue to get better. Um, She's already developed way more than, than what she had this summer. So that's a credit to my coaches, the work that they're putting into her. Um, She's going to continue to get better and, and, and even looking forward to, you know, next year. I think she'll be even better next year. So she's going to be a big piece to what we do as far as her mobility. Uh, but I think that the way that we're changing our offense with our four out one in, I think she'll start getting a lot of easy layups as well that she'll make.
2: Last comment here from Coach Rogers because we're going to run out of time before we can play the last, last comment. But uh, obviously, look, like, uh, Izzy Higginbottom is is the team's leading scorer. She has been the team's leading scorer. She's been a bulk of the season in the top ten in terms of uh, players by total points in all of women's college basketball. And uh, so what is the storyline right now? Because obviously teams are keying in on her defensively. How do they, they try and overcome that? Well,
11: the bottom line is somebody else got to step up that's just that's just the reality of it um we can't always just depend on easy and we can't depend on people one game and then the next game we can't it that's just the reality of this business, of this league. We have to have people that we can count on. We need more consistent production. And and that was an honest conversation that we had yesterday. Um, so moving forward, I, some of those players that that I addressed, I think you'll see them be a lot more aggressive because we, we need that. You know, Izzy is getting a lot of pressure, and she's still giving us double-digit scoring. We need others to step up and help us.
2: Again, that was A-State's coach, Destiny Rogers. Is part of uh, what's going to be a double dose of A State updates brought to you by Calmer Solutions this week. Again, we'll hear from Coach Brian Hodson tomorrow. But Calmer Solutions provides IT services for the modern workforce and the technology and expertise to help you succeed significantly overdue for a break. We'll take one of those. Come back, wrap up this noon hour. brought to you by Dustin white realty right after this on the ticket.
1: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it.
4: All right, boy, how did I tweet on this
1: thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the workday red zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this
0: is Above the Noise. Jim Harbaugh is a winner. After inheriting a 1-11 team in 2007, he turned Stanford into an Orange Bowl champ. He brought the Niners to the Super Bowl after a disastrous stint under Mike Singletary. And last night, he officially completed the turnaround of his alma mater as Michigan took down Washington for the national title. Harbaugh's won everywhere he's gone, but that's not what makes the coach so impressive. It's his ability to change the culture for the better. Prior to his arrival in Ann Arbor, Michigan struggled under Brady Hoke and Rich Rodriguez. Harbaugh has since led the team to six double-digit winning seasons and just completed an undefeated year, all the while missing six games due to suspensions. Say what you want about the reason behind those suspensions, but the team's success without him is a testament that he's built something special at Michigan. And if you're a struggling NFL franchise, maybe that's exactly the type of coach who can turn your franchise around. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK.
1: The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 hope Y or text hope and 467 369 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Restrictions, terms, and responsible Arrive like a king
12: in a Crown Limousine. Arrive in style in a Crown Limousine. Whether it's a birthday, anniversary, prom, wedding, concert, any special occasion. At Crown Limousine, we do all the driving, you have all the fun. Book our 14-passenger Hummer or 10-passenger Lincoln now at crownlimo1.com or 870-215-0077. Crown, Crown.
8: In Arkansas, cancers of the lung, breast, prostate, and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths. Yet simple screenings can save lives, helping doctors find and treat cancer early. If you have a family history of cancer, you need to start screenings even earlier, because cancer screenings can never come too soon, only too late. To learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and UAMS now
11: we tend not to think about now we dream about tomorrow relive yesterday
5: but sometimes we don't see what's right in front of us victory over cancer is in front of us right now
11: cancer research is saving lives cancer research funded by the v foundation is leading to new discoveries and new treatments and ultimately one day victory over cancer Right now, one out of every two men and one out of every three women will get cancer in their lifetime. Now is your moment. You may save someone you love. The V Foundation has the skill, the speed, and the strength to achieve victory over cancer. Because today's cancer
5: research is tomorrow's victory. Learn more at V.org.
8: Don't
1: give up. Don't ever give up. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now,
2: 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Last couple of minutes here in this noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dust and White Realty. And I'm very, I, I do mean couple of minutes because we'll be right back into commercial after this, but... Coming up in the 1 o'clock hour uh, at one we we're going to talk with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Looking forward to that. We're going to continue to discuss throughout the second hour of the program last night's national championship win for Michigan. And, of course, start taking a tiny look at what's coming up in 2024 in college football. And, of course, we have not uh, not gone through the significantly depressing news of John Morant's season-ending surgery. But, uh that is coming up in the second hour of the program as well. Not going to lie, I'm not hyped for that segment. Obviously, we're going to discuss it, but just, again, just a punch in the gut in terms of Grizzlies news last night. Uh, we will, though, before this hour wraps up, throw back out the KavanaughCars.com question and look at our poll on Twitter at Kara underscore Ritchie. It's a simple yes or no question. Do you believe Michigan's national championship comes with and asterisk uh it has been a a significant no lean today but it does seem like those no votes uh even even though you all were heavily on 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 that side of things it seems like that percentage continues to tick up it was about a 70 30 split earlier now it's uh 78 percent of you saying no 22 percent of you saying yes uh, mr a both votes and comments and says nope The only difference between Michigan and every other team is that they got caught. Interesting takeaway for sure. So uh, again, looking forward to more of your responses and keeping tabs on that poll coming up in the second hour of the program. I guess... I guess when we come back, we'll go ahead and get it over with, (laughs) get the really sad part of the show out of the way where we discuss the fact that we will not be seeing John Morant in a Grizzlies uniform for the rest of this 23-24 season. I'm really not looking forward to that. It's hard for me to tell you to to keep it here because I don't want to go through that segment either, but uh, obviously we got to discuss it. And that is what we're going to start with when we open up the second hour of the program. That wraps up this new hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Keep it right here with us. We'll be back for more of the Workday Red Zone right here on the Ticket Radio Network.
12: This is Will Oswald your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. We're on plans entire Service. We're just five days away from this year's stop on the St. Louis Cardinals Caravan at noon Saturday at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. This year's stop headlined by top Cardinal prospect Mason Wynn. You can find out more by logging on to 953theticket.com. In college basketball around the region tonight, conference action at Paragoulas Crowley's Church College hosts Haskell Indian Nations University at the Carter Activity Center and Continental Athletic Conference doubleheader play. The women tip off at five and the at 7. In Walnut Ridge, it's American Midwest Conference. Swim bill for Williams Baptist as they host Central Baptist from Conway. Women tip off at 5.30. The men at 7.30 at the Sutherland Navy Center. And the Grizzlies wrap up a three-game road trip tonight in Dallas. Pre-game coverage at 7 here on the Ticket Radio Network. They'll be without Ja Morant for the rest of the season. He has a torn labrum and will undergo season-ending surgery. They say he'll be ready to go for the 24-25 campaign. Four tires in one hour. Guaranteed at Plansett Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network.
13: Play against sports wants to pay you money <laughs> Now that I have your attention, Play it Again Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play it Again Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf. You name it, Play it Again Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go by Play it Again Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro.
7: Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative, has been a northeast Arkansas staple for over twenty years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced hassle-free staff at Nebo with a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Check out the inventory and apply for credit online at neboauto.com and go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. At Vision Care Center in Northeast Arkansas, we know
1: that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The glasses shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragold, or Pocahontas locations.
4: Looking for affordable health insurance for you or your family for 2024? The open enrollment period is your chance to enroll in a plan that fits your needs and budget. Call Woody Harrelson today, 870-897-5000. That's 897-5000 eight nine seven five thousand or come by twenty five twelve Alexander Drive in Jonesboro to find the right Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield ACA plan for you. But act fast, the open enrollment period ends January fifteenth. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas.
5: Imagine battling cancer and actually beating it. You feel like you've just come out of the woods, only to discover you're about to go over another cliff. Hi, I'm Kathy Bates, and as a two-time cancer survivor, I can tell you, nothing prepared me for the challenge of lymphedema, a chronic disease often brought on by cancer treatment that compromises the lymphatic system and leads to a lifetime of severe swelling and pain. Lymphedema, LE, affects more Americans each year than AIDS, Parkinson's, MS, muscular dystrophy, and ALS combined. Yet with proper treatment, it can be managed or even prevented. That's why I urge everyone facing a cancer diagnosis to be your own best advocate. Discuss L.E. with your doctor before undergoing surgery. With patients and doctors working together, we can learn and live. Learn more at lymphaticnetwork.org.
9: In times of fear, World Vision is there for the most vulnerable. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life saving aid and helping to rebuild lives. Learn more at worldvision.org. This is
1: KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie.
11: Welcome back
2: to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara Ritchie and Ryan James in studio with you today for another hour on a gray, gloomy, windy, cold, and all of a sudden incredibly depressing Workday Red Zone as we get ready to discuss the season-ending surgery that is ahead for John Morant uh we'll we'll try and pick it up and put some more pep in our step uh coming up later on in the program and that'll include a conversation at one thirty with voice of the Red Wolves Matt Stoltz that'll be a fun segment Red Wolves shooting it well right now playing well uh winning so uh looking forward to that but man I just I was in my feelings when this news came out last night of course watching watching the natty you know, I had one eye on that. Even though I think by the time this news dropped last night, it was it was very clear who was going to win that game. But uh, you started to see the news from Shams and Woj and all of the other significant NBA insiders. And uh, at 8.55 p.m. last night, the Memphis Grizzlies announced the following medical update. Quote, At Saturday's training session, Morant suffered a... S- I'm not a doctor here, subluxation of his right shoulder. Following ongoing soreness and instability, Morant underwent an MRI that revealed an underlying labral tear. Morant will undergo season-ending surgery and is expected to make a full recovery ahead of the 2024-25 season. End quote. Well, <laughs> uh, Grizzlies set to play at Dallas tonight at 7.30. We're going to have that one for you here on the ticket, by the way. Uh, but the team had went three out of their last four. They weren't all of a sudden, you know, they hadn't erased the the really brutal start without job, but they were starting to find themselves in the win column a little bit more. Uh, you were, it was at a point where, although, you know, nobody is checking standings to see if the Grizzlies were going to be able to host a playoff game, at least you were at the point where you could, you could talk about perhaps where the Grizzlies at what point in time of the season might be able to make it into, into the play-in game conversation after that absolutely brutal start. The Grizzlies went six and three with Morant in the lineup. So six out of nine games with him in the lineup. They went six and nineteen without him in the lineup. So he was able to match the Grizzlies' win total uh, in those nine games back that that they had won in the same twenty five that he missed at the beginning of the season. And again, it's just it's it's just another hit in what has been a season so bad. You wonder what the Grizzlies did to curse themselves and and I'm not talking about just some off-field shenanigans by John Morant like this is some this this is where you start digging up like every bad thing that's ever happened to the Grizzlies and you try and figure out you know what the tie-in is between like John Morant's injury and drafting Hashim Beat and everything else that's happened along the way that that makes you have to discuss news like this when you felt like there was some positive momentum. Uh, But, uh, yeah, add it to the injury list for the Grizzlies as their PR report is once again a borderline novel. And now the question, of course, is is what comes next from multiple different aspects. One, you wonder about what comes next from, from the John Morant perspective in the sense that, you know, in these in these nine games, I, we hadn't heard much about anything off the court. I I hope whatever work he did while he was suspended, in terms of therapy, in terms of the positive reinforcement, I, whatever he was doing while he was sidelined. How is he going to be able to continue that progress? You certainly don't want to see any of those off-field stories creep back into the conversation or, excuse me, off-court conversations creep back into the conversation since he's not playing right now. That That is a massive story. And then, of course, just what what the heck do the Grizzlies do now? We'll talk more about it in a moment. Zach is with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you?
0: What's up, man? What's up, man? Much. Yeah. Once all of that, just jump around the conversation.
2: Hey, I, I'm sorry, uh, but you're cutting out really significantly, so I need you to repeat that pretty, please. Can you do that? Ish? Go oh, back try again? Uh, a little bit. You're, you're just a little bit choppy. Zach, give us a ring back. Unfortunately, though, I, I caught, I, I did catch John Morant, and I think those might have been the only two words I, I heard from that phone call. So let's see if we can get it right. It is uh, it's a bit breezy out there. I don't know if that is impacting phone signals or not, but let's try this again. Zach, can you hear us yeah. now?
10: Can hey, you have me, hear me now?
2: Yeah, it's a little bit better.
10: Well, oh, like it's not being good at all. Uh, I'm going to jump on the, uh, They can do it at the end of the
2: I heard season out of that, but uh, yes, John Morant is oh, going to well, be out for the season. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what what the issue is today. It's just really it's really hard to understand you.
10: Yeah, just, I'll just chuck that off and I'll again later. See you.
2: All right, we'll see you, Zach. We'll try that again coming up later. Uh, I knew kind of sort of what he was talking about because obviously we're talking about we're talking about the NBA right now. Talking about John Morant, I was able to pick up on on some of that, but uh, apologies. That was just going to be a tough phone call to navigate. Uh yes, John Moran is out for the season with that labral tear. So that has to have surgery. Now, I guess the only positive, news, it's not going to be anything that that cuts into the start of the 24-25 season. He is expected to be fully recovered for the start of next year. So right now, just looking at the Grizzlies uh, big picture health questions, Uh, Steven Adams is supposed to be able to come back and be ready at the start of next season. Brandon Clark, who is still rehabbing that Achilles, we're going to see him this season. Probably at one point in time, the window they had circled there was a little bit after the All-Star break. But I guess a tiny silver lining here is that there is zero reason whatsoever to rush back Brandon Clark so you do everything possible you can this year to make sure his rehab and his recovery is as smooth, as seamless, and now maybe as slow as possible. So that way you have him back to start the rest of the year. But now, you know, what are you trying to do if you're the Memphis Grizzlies? Uh, in, in terms of, of trading somebody, it's not like they've got like some good trade pieces there. When you look at contract statuses and things like that, um, do, do you tank is there anybody who was gonna have to have surgery at the end of the season that now you just say to heck with it, go ahead and have it now? Uh this team did not play well without Jaw. And and there's no reason to think that all of a sudden they're gonna magically play better the second time around without. Just so many questions. Let's go back to the phone and shout at David. How are you?
10: I'm good, Kara. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Do you have any idea where the basketball team will be staying at the
6: tournament in pensacola
2: i do not i'll be honest with you i have not made that trip so i am not sure what the typical accommodations are down there for the sunbelt tournament that's a that's a good question to ask though because that's a year where you might be looking at more than a one night stay this is a year where you might be looking at that
10: well we went we went two years ago and they were in the holiday inn on pittsburgh Beach, but I just didn't know if they stay in the same place every year or not.
2: No, and I apologize. I just I have no info there, so I, I'm sorry. I feel like now is probably about the time the team starts learning that information. Uh, you would certainly think, uh, undoubtedly, they would know. In terms of, uh, I, I'm guessing the Red Wolves Foundation um, would would probably have some insight.
10: You might ask uh, Matt. Yeah. If he has any yeah. info on that, I'd appreciate it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I will. I will make a note here on my sheet. To bring that up, I
10: appreciate it. Thank
2: you. Thanks, David. He leaves the phone lines open at 870 930 3776. Where is the Team Hotel in Pensacola? Y'all know I can't multitask. And if I don't write it down, there is a 0% chance this question's going to be brought up during the conversation. So, <laughs> all right, I got that written down. We're good. We're, we're back. We're refocused. And i uh, going to dive back into to the Grizzlies conversation for a quick second. Uh, Grizzlies at Mavs tonight, 7.30 is your tip-off time. 7 o'clock is your pregame time, as that one is going to be here for you on, on the ticket in terms of other Grizzlies uh, health stuff tonight. No D-Rose. He's still dealing with that left hamstring strain. Santi Aldama is doubtful. He's got a left knee contusion. Jaron Jackson Jr. is questionable. He's got a right knee contusion. And we'll just wait and see what the Grizzlies add to the list before their next game after this, because unfortunately it seems like that injury report just never-endingly gets longer instead of shorter. But we'll see just what what kind of fire the Grizzlies are able to come out with tonight after just, again, just brutal news that came out last night and uh, how they navigate that against what is a <laughs> obviously very good Dallas Mavericks team that is going to come into this one this evening having one three in a row let's step aside for a break we're going to have phone lines open during the break 870-930-3776 We'll come back. Take a look at our poll right after this. Here on the ticket, the
1: only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis.
14: And when you speak, of you speak well.
1: Kara Ritchie on the workday red zone.
14: First Quality Roofing have been local roofing experts for over 20 years, and they pride themselves on using only premium materials for every residential and commercial roofing job. At First Quality Roofing, they're not just roofers. Need a deck built? They can do it. Sheetrock work? No problem. No job is too big or too small for. Walter and the crew. So whether it's a leaky roof, a complete roof replacement, or any other home improvement project, call First Quality Roofing, 870-316-2381. Experience the difference with Walter and the crew at First Quality Roofing.
6: Need top-notch farming and lawn gear? Visit First Choice Farm and Lawn, your Kubota dealer in Brooklyn. We get your need for reliable equipment. That's why we offer precision Kubota machinery for any task. From seasoned farmers to green-thumbed homeowners, we are working to keep you working. Find your Kubota to match at First Choice Farm and Lawn on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Achieve your goals faster with our Kubota inventory and top-notch service. Call 870-790-2301 or drop by today. Your trusted Kubota dealer. First Choice Farm and Lawn. Colson
12: Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a many Manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer.
1: I was on my second tour of combat duty when I got injured. After extensive rehab and learning how to use a wheelchair, I started looking for an apartment. But many units had steps and narrow doorways. I fought for freedom and thought I would be free to choose where I live.
3: My husband and I are blessed with two young children. Recently, we thought we had found the perfect apartment online, but the listing said no children. Our dream was to have a family, but now that we've found our
5: dream home, we're being denied because we are a family.
13: After the phone interview, we assumed
5: the apartment was ours. But when we showed up, the manager was quick to say it's no longer available.
15: These individuals all experience some form of housing discrimination. If it happens to you, know what to do. Be informed and aware of your rights. The only way to stop housing discrimination is to report it. Take action and visit slash fair housing or call HUD's housing discrimination hotline at 1 800 669 9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance.
11: Hi. I don't even know why I'm calling right now.
9: I'm sorry. Um, my thoughts are going a mile a minute.
5: No matter how you served.
9: I left the service last year. My mom just passed away a few months ago. I missed so much time with her.
5: No matter what you're going through.
9: Before, I knew what to expect every day. And now I have so many decisions to make. I keep getting calls about the bills. And I'm trying to get a job, but I feel so stuck.
5: We are here for you. Okay, ma'am, I'm glad you called. Let's stay on the line and walk through some things. If you or a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide, dial 988, then press one to reach the veteran's crisis line.
14: Hi, I'm Dr. Anita Chandra with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Helmets are important for every bike ride, no matter how short. Did you know helmets are also important to wear when skateboarding, inline skating, or riding a scooter? A helmet can protect against a skull fracture or other facial injuries. Look for a helmet that fits correctly and that's certified for safety. Make sure you and your child wear a helmet every time. For more, visit HealthyChildren.org or talk with your pediatrician.
1: On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
2: Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 15 minutes out from a conversation with a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. In the meantime, though, we do have the Right Fiber Hotline open at 870 930 3776. It's brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. Uh, you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. A few minutes ago, David gave us a ring on the Right Fiber Hotline and was asking about the Sunbelt Conference basketball tournament in pensacola and specifically uh where the team would be staying this year hat tip to mark taylor Uh, it looks like it is going to be the fairfield Inn and suites pensacola beach again the fairfield Inn and suites it is next door to the holiday inn where a state has stayed in the back in the past and it opened recently so uh that is uh, again the information there for those of you hoping to take that trip to Pensacola, the Sunbelt tournament dates this year. Uh, the whole thing is going to tip off Tuesday, March the 5th, and it is going to run to mon- Monday, March the 11th. Of course, what A-State, along with every other team in the Sunbelt Conference, is trying to do is to finish in the top four. And if you're able to finish in the top four seeds, well, you don't play on that uh, that first day. And actually, uh, if you finish in the top four seeds, you don't play till Saturday because you get the double bye. So the way that bracket is set up, you've got, uh, you've got the, the first round, which is the 11-14-12-13. The winner will advance to the, to the next round, and then uh, those one through four seeds get, uh, get that bye. And so if, if a state finishes in the top four of the seeding there, then the A-State men would play their first game of the tournament on Saturday, March the 9th with the semifinals set for Sunday, March 10th, and the championship game set for Monday, March 11th. Right now, looking at those Sunbelt Conference standings, A-State is 2-1, and one, as are several other teams. So right now, uh, it, on the men's side of things, Troy is 3-0, and o, Marshall is 3-0, and o. Then JMU, App State, Southern Miss, Georgia State, Georgia Southern, and A-State are all 2-1. Louisiana, South Alabama, Coastal, 1-2. Texas State, ULM, ODU bringing up the rear. All of those teams are 0-3, and, and all of those teams on a losing streak of four games or longer. So that is the current look at the Sun Belt landscape on the men's side of things. Should be another fun week at First National Bank Arena, because we'll get to see the men play. Again, uh, in Jonesboro Thursday and Saturday, which is a, a treat this year after the non-conference slate. But then also, those games are both doubleheaders. So, we'll get to see some women's basketball action as well. So, uh, really, really just looking forward to the overall sports slate this week. Doubleheader Thursday, doubleheader Saturday. you got time for Cardinals Caravan in there as well. So, uh, personally, I- I'm pretty stoked about what is coming up. That's... I mean, it's human nature all the time to to look to, to the future to what's coming up. But I really kind of liked Jim Harbaugh's response last night when he was asked by a few different people, you know, all right, you know, what's, what's next? What's coming up for you? And I don't have his exact comment in front of me. Shame on me to, to give you what he said verbatim. But it was... Of course, what reporters were asking was, all right, are you about to jump ship and go to the NFL? But he said, quote, I just want to enjoy that. Does it always have to be what's next? What's the future? In quote. And I that a lot of things that Jim Harbaugh says don't exactly speak to me. <laughs> but that comment did. And I get it. We're we're so quick to try and and look ahead. Now, I'm ready to look ahead to the 2024 college football season because for most of the country, your season ends in a loss. So you want to look ahead. You want to look uh, get that taste out of your mouth and move on. But I know if I was a Michigan fan, I would be enjoying this one. Well, I mean probably for forever, but at least for the next few months, and still looking ahead. Instead, of looking ahead to 2024. We are asking you today uh, if that Michigan. Championship deserves to have an asterisk to go along with it and most of you say no by the way it's like 78 percent to 22 percent you do not feel like that title comes with an asterisk and look I, I certainly feel like they they proved things at the end of the season on the field of play were they were they 8-0 or 7-0 and without Connor Stallion's I don't remember. I know it's one of those those numbers. I don't remember if Michigan gave him the boot after the seventh or after the eighth game of the season. But ultimately, you know, they continued to be undefeated without him. They continued to play well without him. Uh, they, uh, they certainly had zero issues last night whatsoever with Washington. You know, you go back to the semifinal game against Texas, and there were a couple of areas where it was was not crisp, or excuse me, uh, the semifinal game there for Michigan, I apologize, was was against Alabama. And there were a couple of games, uh, a couple of spots with that game that were not exactly crisp, you know, particularly on, on special teams. But Michigan just looked well put together in every possible way in that win over over Washington. And it does continue to hold true in college football that defense wins championships. In the entire CFP era... We saw, I think, only two seasons, two championships that were won by the team with the better offense. And every other year, it was won by the team with the better defense. And that's what we saw last night. I think uh, the two teams maybe that had the better defense was was one of the Clemson teams maybe. It was maybe the 16 Clemson team and the 19 LSU team, I want to say. But like an idiot, I don't have those notes in front of me. But sounds sounds accurate to me. Nine three zero three seven seven six the number to call. Personally, look, I, I I do feel like you know, look the the Spygate storyline was a big one this year in college football. But what I'm looking back over these this national championship and in this specific college football year, that's not going to be a storyline that I'm going to be talking about still three or four years down the road. If I was a a Washington fan today, I'd probably be more miffed about some of the lack of holding calls than than I would be about any kind of asterisk uh, coming with the championship. Was was that game a poorly officiated? As some of the pictures looked. Again, again, once it became clear that Michigan was going to be the, the the winner, my attention kind of kind of slipped a little bit. There were certainly some pictures that made it look like it was an incredibly smart decision by Michigan to wear white gloves <laughs> to go along with uh, Washington's white jerseys. But hey, that that happens. We know uh, no matter what sport it is, you can never leave the outcome to the officials. And at the end of the day, it was not the officials that uh, completely helped Michigan run for over 300 yards. They were they were just the better team in, in that aspect. Uh, even if there might have been a hole or two along the way that was not called. Next year should be a fun one. Arkansas State is going to play a reigning national champion. That is going to be the third time in program history a state goes to visit the reigning winner of the Natty, although it will be the first time that that team is not coached by Nick Saban. At least I cannot really envision a scenario in 2024 where Michigan is going to be coached by Nick Saban. Uh, wild, wilder things have happened in college athletics, but I would have an awfully tough time wrapping my head about, around that one. Of course, first off, Harbaugh would have to depart, which that's actually not that far-fetched of a story. I uh, haven't seen any new rumors today, but uh, it's only one30 and I would imagine uh, there are a handful of reporters out there letting the Michigan faithful, and their head coach, celebrate that victory before they dive into what's going to be happening next. But that's going to continue to be a, a storyline here over, over these next couple of weeks until every single last NFL vacancy is filled. There will continue to be the question of whether or not Harbaugh is going to be departing for the NFL. For the most part, uh, I'm going to say that Harbaugh is pretty stoked about the win but it does come back with it does come with uh, one slight drawback he is going to have to get a tattoo. Harbaugh told his players that if they were able to go undefeated and win a natty he would get a tattoo commemorating the achievement says he's going to put it on his shoulder. Quote, I don't know if it's my left or right yet. I'm a right-handed quarterback. I'll probably get it on my right and then an M2, an M that's maize and blue. So we've got uh, pictures of Jim Harbaugh's tattoo, all to look forward to collectively. So get stoked for that sometime in the off season. Of course, they've already put out uh, they put out the final AP poll. Uh, There were no Sunbelt teams that landed in the final AP poll. James Madison and Troy were both receiving votes, but overall the league was locked out. And of course, they've started talking about the favorites for 2024. I believe Georgia is currently the betting favorite for next year's national championship, but Michigan not too far behind. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to be joined in studio by voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. That is on the way next here on The Ticket.
1: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday
6: Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh! 20- minutes cell phone station in the highland shopping center at the corner of red wolf and highland in jonesboro near fuji steakhouse cell phone station home of the 20 minute iphone repair get your iphone back glass fixed now at cell phone station go by for details
11: my name is Kidija watson i've worked at hydro for seven years
9: i'm the process specialist over the paint booth the people are amazing to work with
11: i would love to retire with them i've been here for seven years now not one day do I not come in here without a smile on my face.
12: For over 75 years, Hytrol has created relationships and material handling technology that move the world.
5: You can find out more at Hytrol.com. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com.
15: Tent your ride with Arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service. Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. A Super Tense tent job is going to make your car look cooler. It's going to insulate your ride from the outdoor elements, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. A Super Tense tent job will give you the privacy that you deserve, whether you're driving down the road or parking out in public. Plus, Super Tense window film will protect your interior and your skin from those harmful UV rays. Call for quotes and to book appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. Tint your ride today with the tent specialists that have over 30 years of combined experience. Super Tense on Nettleton in Jonesboro. Super Tense uses the absolute best window film. We're talking Lumar film. And because of that a tent job from Super Tints is guaranteed not to turn purple, not to crack, and not to peel off your window. Call for quotes and to make appointments 870-933-TINT. 870-933-TINT. That's 870-933-8468. Super Tints, 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Tent with the best or fade like the rest.
8: Chris Domine is a husband and a father. Chris is an athlete. Chris is even an iron man, but 10 years ago Chris was facing a very different story because his kidneys were failing.
2: Basically the doctor said if you don't get a kidney transplant and if you don't do dialysis you you are going to die.
8: Fortunately Chris received a second chance at life made possible by an organ donor.
9: You know your well-being changes from loss of hope to hope to Better times ahead.
8: More than 100 million people in America are registered organ, eye, and tissue donors. People of every age and ethnicity. Because they believe it's the right thing to do. Imagine what you can make possible by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration.
1: Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
2: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you. We welcome in Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. As soon as he gets done patting himself on the back,
7: I'm back. Couldn't have timed that any better.
2: That was pretty spot on.
7: I did. I, I mean, as soon as I opened that door, I saw the light come on. I heard the music going. It's a good day.
2: I guess. Like,
7: I, I, you you know how much pride I take in those perfectly timed entrances.
2: I, I do. And you know what? I've been... I've been not just looking forward to to your entrance today, but looking forward to this segment. We had some doom and gloom earlier talking about John Morant's injury. We had sorry uh,
7: about, but I, I'm I feel bad. Me too. Yeah.
2: Me too. Uh, I feel like last night was a little underwhelming in terms of of the last college football game of the season to talk about for a while. So I'm glad we get to talk about fun stuff with you in studio.
7: Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Which we, game, had a, we had a great show last night. A lot of people out at live with the Red Wolves. Even though it was nasty weather outside, we had a packed house, and you could tell people are excited about A-State hoops right now.
2: Which win was more fun to call last week, the win over Georgia Southern or the win over Old Dominion?
7: <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they were both really fun. I mean, you know, it uh, it was cool uh, just seeing all the points in the game Thursday. And 109 points is a lot, but that game, you know, was was really not in doubt for a good portion of it I think it was more fun on Saturday just because it was a game for a good part of that second half and you know you go back and you know we got off to a great start I mean we're up 21 at one point in the first half and you think man I mean we're just gonna run away from these guys but to Old Dominion's credit they've got two really really good players that uh, just caught fire in that game and kind of brought them back in it. And, you know, they got back to within two at one point. But I thought the resiliency of our guys was really impressive because they never relinquished that lead at any point. And then they were able to stretch it back out and win it by 15. And I know the story of that game was the school record for three-pointers made in a Sunbelt game. You know, you make 18 threes, that's a ton. But uh, I thought so many of them were timely, and they came at those critical moments after Old Dominion made that run. So I, I thought uh, both of them were a lot of fun. Probably the game Saturday a little bit more fun just because it, it was a little more competitive.
2: Since Sunbelt play started, uh, the three games where A-State has gone 2-1, and one, it's been 90 points, 109 points, and 90 points. What's yeah. What stood out about about the offense?
7: Other than the whole lot of points. Yeah, yeah. Um, other,
2: other than just the number.
7: I think the thing about the offense to me is there's just so many different weapons. And we talk about the three. And this is one of the things I talked about with Avery Feltz right after the game on Saturday. And then he was out at the show again last night as our player guest. And, you know, he's, you know, overall this season, when you look at uh, All the games across the board, he's top three in the league in both three-pointers made and three-point percentage. You, You look at the three conference games, he's leading the league in those categories. But it's not just him. I mean, you can't just focus on shutting down Avery on the outside because there's so many other options when it comes to the perimeter. And DeAndre Dominguez has been fantastic when it comes to knocking down those shots from outside. And his his all-around game has just been fantastic. But, you know, there's not a player on the roster that is is not a threat. And I include Isaiah Nelson now because he knocked down a three the other night. And you watch him out in practice and, look, I I talked about it with Coach Hodson before the season even started. And he said, look, if if he's got an open look in in transition – you know, Isaiah's got a green light to shoot. And, and I was watching him warm up on Saturday, and he was just knocking down three after three after three. And, look, I, I know that's not primarily where he's going to be, but he's adding that as part of his game now. So there's just so many different options scoring-wise for this team, and I think that makes uh, makes him that much more dangerous.
2: It's You mentioned it's not all Avery Feltz. But that being said, Avery Feltz is 15 of 26 from three in Sunbelt Conference play. That is that is a stupid percentage. He's always been a good shooter, but we've never seen him quite on a tear like this. What if what if anything is different there?
7: I, I think we talked a lot about confidence last night. and Yes, he's got more confidence, but I, I think it gives him extra confidence because Coach Hodson and the staff has so much confidence in him. They want him shooting every chance he gets. I mean, he... They want him shooting six to eight threes per game and he's doing that. And you, you said twenty six threes through fifteen out three of three games. So yeah. you're you're closer to nine threes per game as, as far as his attempts and he's making five of those. So yeah, Coach Hodson kind of semi joked about it, even though he really wasn't joking. You know, he he gets upset with Avery when he doesn't shoot an open three. So that's kind of the philosophy right now. And When you have that kind of confidence from your coaches, I think it goes a long way. And, and Avery is really thriving in this system right now with so many different possessions and him being able to touch the ball more than ever. He just really, really fits in well to this offensive system. And, man, it's fun to watch. He's such a great person, uh, fantastic talent uh, and you know, for him to be a Jonesboro kid, having this kind of success right now and, you know, averaging 17 a game through the first three conference games is, uh, is quite a feat.
2: This team is has shot well overall, but just particularly in, incredibly well at home. And they've got two more coming up at home this week against Texas State in, in Louisiana. The challenges the, the Bobcats and Cajuns are, are going to throw at you.
7: Well, it's always a challenge when you play those teams. I mean, we know them really well. You know, one thing we know about Texas State, they're always going to defend. They want to slow you down a little bit. So, you know, the pace of play will be uh, complete opposites. I mean, Texas State uh, has always been one of the league leaders, if not the league leader in scoring defense. So, you know, it's not quite what we saw when Danny Casper was the head coach. But, you know, Terrence Johnson comes from that Same system, and T.J. does a a great job at uh, at slowing teams down. I'm sure that's what they're going to want to try to do a little bit uh, on Thursday. But at the same time, you know, the Red Wolves on their home floor, I mean, we've seen them play at their pace all season long. So I would expect uh, our guys to push it and hopefully be able to score a whole lot of points once again on Thursday. And and then on Saturday, I mean, it's the Cajuns. I mean, it's always uh, a battle when we play – those guys and you know they had their long home win streak come to an end the other day against James Madison so I, I'm sure that uh, they're going to be fired up going on the road they see what you know the Red Wolves have done in the off season. so by the time we get around to Saturday I think uh, hopefully we've got a really good environment at First National Bank Arena and uh, you know we've had some classics with those guys so I would uh, fully expect another really really good game.
2: How many threes is A State going to make in these two games?
7: What combined? Yeah,
2: o- over or under thirty two and a half.
7: <laughs> I'll, I'll take the uh, I'll take the over, even though that's a I mean that's a heck of a expectation that we're putting on our guys now. You know, we, we just set the we set the uh, school record with eighteen the other day, but. You look at the way they're they're thriving in this system right now, and they had hit 15 the game before. So, yeah, you put 15 and 18 together. That's 33, what we did last week. I don't see any reason we can't hit 33 more in the next two games.
2: That sounds fun to me. You're certainly not going to get bored if you go out there and and, and watch these. No, there's there's
7: nothing boring about this team. It it is a lot of fun to watch, and I I love what Coach Hodson said last night during the show. He, you know, he was talking about these offensive records, and he said, "Yeah, that's great. I want to set some defensive records now." And you know, he's really challenged his team on that end of the floor. And look, I, I think the effort is there. One thing that really stood out to me in the game on Thursday against Georgia Southern. They missed 28 shots, and 16 of those turned into offensive rebounds. You know, 16 offensive rebounds off 28 misses. That tells you a lot about the effort, and, and that that's their goal going in. They they want to get at least 50% of their misses offensively, and you know, that's setting the bar pretty high, and they were able to exceed that the other night.
2: Switching gears for a moment, it, it doesn't really feel like baseball weather today, but will be in just a little bit over a month we saw the not
7: in the next few days it's not.
2: well no but in the in a month it's going to be baseball weather whether it <laughs> <laughs> whether it feels like it outside or not because we're going to have the baseball you and I covers. both
7: know it's not going to feel like baseball weather once baseball starts. But I see where you're getting at. And, but uh, it's
2: going to be baseball weather, whether it feels like it or not, because baseball will be played. Yes, you're correct. Beginning February the 16th at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield. Schedule came out today. Your thoughts?
7: You know, I like all the home games. I mean, 30 home games. You go back to the um, the COVID year uh, or the the, uh, season following COVID that, uh, 21 season. Uh, I don't, I think we played a higher percentage of road games than anybody else in the country. So yeah, I, I, I have a new appreciation for playing at home. I think we played a little over 30 games last season and to have 30 more home games this season is, uh, fantastic. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about this team. I know we've revamped the the coaching staff a little bit. You know, we we've visited with Peyton Trawick, uh who's you know, come in as a new pitching coach. I know he's fired up about the team and uh, look, when you when you return 8 of your 9 position players, I think there's reason for hope and you know, this is a, a lineup that did some pretty good things last year. I think offensively, uh, it, it gave you reason for excitement going into this year. So, yeah, I'm fired up. And, you know, once we get around to baseball, hopefully, like you said, it it does feel a little bit like baseball weather.
2: By the way, it looks like they have updated the roster online yeah. as well. So, in addition to looking at that A-State baseball schedule today at astateredwolves.com, uh, you can also look at. The list of some of these newcomers. And again, we're familiar with a lot of the position players. But yeah, we've the, got a
7: lot of new pitchers. Yeah,
2: the pitchers, that's going to have to read through this a couple of times. For sure, before, before February the 16th. But we've got about six weeks for that. Who is a guest on the podcast this week?
7: Well, we are uh, revamping some things with the podcast. Okay. So I'm excited about some of the changes we're making. And we will have our next podcast coming up very soon. But yes, we we're making some changes, and as soon as we get all that finalized, uh, we will put out our our first episode of the uh, refreshed podcast. So I'm I'm excited about uh, talking about some of those changes coming up very soon.
2: Okay, so wait. and uh, I'm, see. I'm
7: keeping you in suspense.
2: I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Uh, I'll break. Yeah, you know, this is the place I'll go for breaking news, though. When we have it,
2: but but it's not now.
7: No, it's not now. Why not? Because it's not time yet.
2: Feels like a good time for me. <laughs> we we got a couple minutes. Before College we need
7: football to take a break. season's over. I mean, we we've uh,
2: exactly we, we need content.
7: I know that's. I know what you're looking for, but but uh, look, I I've really 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 enjoyed doing this podcast and I think I've told you before we we really didn't know which direction it was g- going to go when we started it but the interviews we've had with our student athletes with our coaches have uh, have really turned into the highlight each week of, of doing this yep. podcast and just being able to do that long form interview without any time constraints I mean Bobo and I you know kind of talk about how many people get emotional on this podcast and um you know yeah I, you remember the roy firestone jokes yeah. from the jerry Maguire, yes. and you know i'm not gonna cry but you know it, it's it's happened a lot of times on this podcast because people do open up and, and it's it's just become a really fun platform so we're gonna keep that going as long as we can and uh continue to let our fan base kind of peek inside and, and and get to know these uh these athletes and, and these coaches a whole lot better.
2: Okay. I guess we'll just wait and see. <laughs>
7: <laughs> you know, it was a – you mentioned the game. not you, know, you look at the final score last night, Michigan and Washington. It, it was a game for most of the way. And, and you still thought Washington had a chance there at the end. I felt bad for the right tackle who got called for those two holding calls at really – Tough moments in the second half last night, you know, when it looked like Washington had a couple of big plays. But, you know, you never talk about the right tackle until he makes a big penalty. And he made a couple of huge ones last night.
2: Well, he was not alone, but he did get called for his. (laughs) He did. (laughs) So, what do you do? All right. Thanks for hanging out with us. Always fun. We'll take a break. We're going to come back. We'll wrap up uh, today's Workday Red Zone right after this here on The Ticket.
1: Enter the Workday Red Zone weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. This is Bob
13: Moore with Moore Air Conditioning. Is your HVAC system ready for fall and winter? Find out today with the Moore Super Checkup. Prevent unexpected breakdowns while extending the life of your system. Whether you need a heating or cooling inspection, we cover it all for just $55 for 55 years serving you. Call Moore Air Conditioning today, 870-260-7030. Or visit us at moreac.com. Don't settle for less.
14: You deserve more, don't sell for less. less. Tech troubles can drive you up the wall. You Break iFix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard is here to help. Cracked phone screen? Don't worry. You Break iFix is your one stop solution for all things tech. We specialize in fixing broken phone screens and more. Laptop won't work? Don't toss it out. Bring it to You Break iFix where our tech experts will have it running like new in no time. Gaming system acting up? No need to pause your gaming adventures. Trust You Break iFix to get your gaming system repaired quickly and affordably. Visit You Break iFix at 1605 Red Wolf Boulevard today and let us fix it all. You Break iFix where we make your tech headaches disappear. In a new year with many changes to come, one thing you can always count on staying
15: the same is Mr. T's being open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. Mr. T's is the home of the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross those Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly.
4: Mr. T's and Riverside Hello, it's Tony Keenel with Purcell Tire. When it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, we can handle it all. Plus, Purcell does light truck and heavy-duty alignments. We're also home to competitive pricing on big truck tires and the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call 972-TIRE and visit us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in
1: Jonesboro.
7: Hello everyone. At George Kell Motors, we strive to deliver you excellence at every step of your purchase. That includes offering you an even greater buying selection by joining forces with George Kell Ford, formerly Harris Ford.
10: We're proud to bring Ford to the George Kell Motors family and proud to continue to offer you the customer buying experience you've come to expect. Come visit us just off exit 85 in Newport or online at georgekellford.com.
13: United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and America's largest non governmental provider of services to law enforcement. USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal law enforcement agencies through our many varied programs, including free safety equipment donations, free officer survival training, cash donations, and condolence letters to the family of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty. USDSA also provides a citizen awareness program and thank you cards to law enforcement. These are just some of the ways United States Deputy Sheriff's Association assists America's law enforcement and the citizens they serve. For more information about United States Deputy Sheriff's Association or to see how you can help, please visit usdeputy.org. United States Deputy Sheriff's Association, taking training to the next level because lives are on the line.
8: When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife and friend some days i'm barely keeping my head above water i finally realized that it's hurting my mental health to get back to enjoying life again i needed to get help discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health visit maketheconnectionnet the slash women veterans
1: you've already mailed it in at work today so you might as well keep it right here back to the workday red zone
2: welcome back to the workday red zone the home stretch here ryan and kara with you for one more segment 870-930-3776 the word on the right fiber hotline if you want to get in the last word today it's a yes or no com question do you believe michigan's national championship comes with an asterisk and i will i'm gonna vote no on that uh, I, I didn't love all of the storylines that involved Michigan throughout the course of the year. And there were times when I felt like they crossed the line. However, I felt like the way they played at the end of the season and uh, the way they dominated Washington in that championship game last night, I feel like clearly they, they were the best team in the country this year. So I, when I'm looking back on this 2023 college football season and 2024 CFP, I'm I'm not going to be talking about that, that storyline moving forward. I'm just going to be talking about the game or maybe the end of the overall college football playoff, the end of college football, period, as we know it. It's the end of the Pac-12. That is the end of the CFP4 uh, team era. By the way, did we ever get a good playoff all the way through? I'm trying to remember. This year's national championship game, in my opinion, wasn't great. Again, I know that the, the game was actually a little bit more competitive than the final score would indicate, but I just felt like Michigan was just so much better for so much of that game. Of course, last year's national championship game was terrible. And if you watched all of that, hey, kudos to you. But over and over throughout the college football playoff, we got we almost never got good semi-finals. The past couple of years, we actually did get good semi-finals in 22 and 23 and did not have the championship game that we hoped for. Maybe, here's here's hope. Next year, we'll be different, we'll be better, we'll get competitive playoffs all the way through, although I think there's not a single chance in the world of that happening. Uh, one storyline I was trying to follow along with last night as the game was going on was... How many of you on on Twitter were talking about EA Sports college football game that is supposed to be coming out sometime? Apparently last night there was a rumor going around that there would be like a trailer or some kind of a big announcement for the game or something like that. So everybody had worked themselves into a frenzy uh, during just about every single commercial break thinking that there would be some kind of news that came out about that game and then there wasn't and... Uh, There was a little bit of frustration today. But apparently that was just kind of a rumor. That was something that was talked about kind of, sort of, a little bit on 24-7 sports. But was never actually based on any concrete reporting. And the people out there who do try and have been reporting on that game. Were trying to tell us that they didn't expect anything at all coming out last night. Look, if you're dying for news on that game. You need to be on Twitter. You need to be following Matt Brown. It's at Matt Brown EP because he writes a newsletter called Extra Points. And that newsletter has been following the development of that game and conversations around it for a long, 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 long time. So the next time you you talk yourself into something happening with that EA Sports game, because I know some of you are dying for that to come out, go check Matt Brown's Twitter first. If he's reporting it, Get hyped. It's 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 gonna happen. It's gonna happen soon. You can find out all the details. If he's not, then don't don't work yourself up. <laughs> it'll it'll happen eventually. Hey, that's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. A big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for joining us earlier. You can find that chat later on if you missed it today at 95 theticketcom Keep it here. Dan Patrick's on the way next, and that'll be followed by the drive at 3 o'clock with Caden West. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC will come your way at 10. We'll return tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. And again, our very first guest tomorrow, Cardinal Broadcaster Tim Ackerman. He'll be joining us right after 12 o'clock. So really looking forward to that. Uh, For Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a great, great afternoon.